Hello, and welcome to episode 147 of Film Nights. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And my name's Joe. And in today's episode, we're talking about The Reflecting Skin. Uh, with us also this week is a special guest um, who's been on the I'm show. <laughs> He's been on the show before. Um, and it's uh, Joshua Paul Alexander Brian Dewhurst. Uh, how are you doing, oh, Brian? How are you doing, I'm Brian? I'm doing good. Doing good. What was the last film? Was it Was it Baby Driver that Brian did, or was it? Uh, yeah, might have been. I, I did Baby Driver wow. and uh, the the Jordan Peele film. I can't remember the name of now. Get Out. Get Out. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Oh, did you? All right. I can't remember which one came first now, but uh, all right. I think Get Out, both in 2017, I think. I think Get Out was the first one I did, I think. I think you were, you were on twice in fairly quick time, I think. Mm. Yeah. Well, how, how have you been since then? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been good. I've been good in those last two years. Yeah, good to know. And uh, how are we? Waiting for this, just waiting for this, waiting for another appearance. (laughs) (laughs) Good to hear it. Uh, How have the rest of you been doing? Same old. Yeah, same old, same old. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I think, are we expecting an announcement on Thursday about a bit more detail in terms of what the the government's plan is in terms of getting us out of this or... um, I don't think anything. I don't think anything's actually going to be. I don't think anything's going to change, is it? But I think they're trying to maybe give us a bit more detail because at the moment we don't know anything, do we? Um, well, regardless of what happens, we'll still be here. Um, oh yeah, of course we will. Of course we will. I mean, we're we're, we're we're batting these episodes out a lot faster in lockdown. I mean, yeah. I think we are, I think we should we? I think we should maybe make lockdown a permanent thing, to be honest. <laughs> for the yeah, for the film film, for the film night fans, it's definitely good yeah, for them. It's yeah. benefited film night. That's the one thing it has benefited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, on that subject, I guess we'll uh, <laughs> for this review, shall we? This week, we're talking about uh, Philip Ridley's The Reflecting Skin. Here's a clip. Look at its skin. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be coming any minute now. Hurry. My turn to blow. It's not. It's two. It's not. Shut up. Who's got the reed? What can I do? You can hold the frog. I don't want to watch. I watched last time. Shut up, Avon. Watching is nothing. Avon, just watch. Uh, The Reflecting Skin is directed by Philip Ridley and it stars Vigio Mortensen, Lindsay Duncan, Duncan Fraser and David Longworth. The synopsis is, a young boy tries to cope with rural life circa 1950s and his fantasies become a way to interpret events. After his father tells him stories of vampires, he becomes convinced that the widow of the road is a vampire and tries to find ways of discouraging his brother from seeing her. What did you four think of The Reflecting Skin? I'll just say before we get started, actually, that this was uh, Brian's uh, contribution to the show. He decided on this... uh, on this review, yeah, Brian, can you just give us a? Is it was it picked at random or was the what was the thought behind it? Uh, fairly random, kind of. So I got the BFI player like a week and a bit ago. I've just been sort of like going through a lot of those films, watching them recently in lockdown, um, mm-hmm. and um, 
Mark Commode, the film critic, he often does um, introductions to them. So when you invited me on, I just like flicked through a couple of uh, his introductions and saw which one jumped out at me. And I don't know, something about this one just made me think, yeah, that sounds like a good film to watch. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So who wants to go first with their thoughts? Christ. Go on, Brian, as the guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put you on the spot. Yeah, Play on the uh, spot. I, think I, I liked it. I wouldn't say it's going to be like one of my favorite films or anything, but it's definitely a, a, a decent film. Um, amazing cinematography. Mm. Um, weird story, which I've always liked. Uh, <laughs> um, I've got to say the acting probably wasn't the best out of those <laughs> films that I've seen recently, but I'm not sure that bothered me too much, actually. But I think actually at, at times it might have added to the creepiness. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I really thought yeah. the fact that the kid's acting was sort of like he was shouting at someone stood yeah. like a mile behind you and made it a bit straight, creepy. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Good overall. Good. <laughs> All right, cool. cool. Um, Jack, do you want to go next? or? Uh, yeah, why not? It's a bit of a, well, very, very unusual, to say the least. Um, I think, I don't think it helped that I had no idea what to expect, because for this sort of film going in, I think you've got to be in a certain frame of mind and maybe a certain type of mood, and I just flicked it on, hadn't got a clue what I was about to see. And from minute one, it was just... I mean, I agree. With, I I do agree with Brian. It was shot really, really beautifully, and um, the cinematography was excellent. I must say, um, but from minute one, it was so so creepy, and it had such a mm. such a sort of dark, mysterious feel to it, which which isn't isn't a bad thing. Um, you know, there's many films out there that, that are dark and mysterious, and 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 do it really well. But I just. I just really struggled to get into the film. Um, it didn't help that the acting was really poor. I think Richie's point is good. I mean, it did it did add to the creepiness. Um, so, I mean, I guess that is something, but I just really struggled to get into it. And, you know, I think it will help after I've discussed it with you boys in terms of maybe what did some of it mean and, and, and perhaps on a rewatch, but it was very confusing and I didn't quite understand what it was getting at. Um, and yeah, I can't say I enjoyed it. I sort of, I was glad when it was over. Um, <laughs> but, it, but to be honest, you know, it's definitely not one that I'll forget. It's going to stick in my mind, which is always a good thing, I think. Um, well, maybe not always, but it, it, in this particular case, I think it's, it's memorable. Yes, it was very strange and very creepy. I didn't really enjoy it, but it, when I said when I said at the start it was mysterious, I think that's in a good way because it's sort of making me want to explore it a bit further because I want to be able to understand it um, better than I currently do. So I'm sort of hoping that throughout this episode that'll help a bit. Although I don't know, maybe you boys have the same thoughts, but yeah, just very very creepy and, and not really what I was expecting. I don't, I don't know what that means because like, I've never heard of it. Um, the only actor, obviously, when I looked at the cast list that I'd heard of is Viggo Mortensen. Um, but other than that, went in completely blind. And it was just a really strange experience. And I'm a bit... I only finished it about an hour ago. 
and at the moment I'm just in a bit of a state of uh, <laughs> un- uneasiness. Um, uh, that's it really for now. Let's, what did you boys think? Well, I've created a list. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh God. Right. Um, I didn't like this film. Oh. I absolutely hated it. Oh dear. Um, yeah, I mean, from start to finish, don't, don't get me wrong. I sat and I watched it all. And I, I know fans of this podcast will know that I have a thing with timing and I have a thing with films that are over two hours long. Um, but this was a perfect, perfect length. And I asked Richie last night, I said, will it drag for me? And he said, it didn't drag for him, but it may drag for you. And you know what? It didn't drag. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. It didn't drag for me. Okay. Mm. Um, I just felt that, first of all, the acting was absolutely shock horror, horrible. I mean, child actors at the best of times are absolutely shocking. But, <laughs> I mean, these guys seem to just gr- grin and smile all the way through the film. <laughs> I mean, no change of expression or anything. I mean, when it was the worst part where he was seeing his mate just sort of like dragged oh, into... Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to boss say, yeah, you can't, sen- you can't censor me on this one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let the man it's a difficult film to talk about without spoiling, really. That's why it's yeah, it, You can't well, talk about the plot. Oh. Well, we'll no. just try and give a. We'll just try and give our quick initial thoughts. Yeah. Then. Okay. Right. So, yeah, acting shocking. Um, strange themes throughout. Forced drinking. Lord knows what that was about. <laughs> um, oh God, yeah. That was sound, amazing. I loved. I loved that scene. The sound and visual mixing was absolutely shockingly poor. I felt. I just. I kept turning the sound up and down every five seconds. Okay. Um, yeah, and I'll leave it on this. Dysfunctional family. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, Woody. Right. Yep, cheers, Pat. Oh, I mean, well, how do you follow that? Be on fire. Um, I'm definitely in agreement with Brian over Pepster. Um, <laughs> I I actually enjoyed this. Sorry, sorry, Pep, but yeah, I did, I did enjoy this. Right. Um, I know what you mean, and I, I do. I appreciate what you're saying. With yeah, we've all said the acting was was dire. Um, but kind of, I, I'm with Brian. I think it actually adds to the the creepiness of the whole thing. Um, the the whole atmosphere was really, really unnerving, um, the, and I think that kind of, the performances kind of helped that as well because we had as Jack and Brian. Well, Brian has gone now, but Jack's background on the Zoom chat is this amazing, <laughs> colourful wheat fields. But then there's like a horrible grey sky, and I think there was a there was a juxtaposition with the setting. And the, the cinematography, as Brian said, was, was beautiful, but uh, the goings on in these houses were, were very, very disturbing. It's not. It wasn't a horror film in terms of you jumping out your seat scared. There's no big reveal or anything like that. But I thought the slow build up, it did work for me. And we were chatting last night um, about about this film and the David Lynch aspects of it. There were very Lynchian things going on. Um, and to be on, to be honest, I'm not a fan of David Lynch from what I've seen anyway. The little work I have seen. You like um, Twin Peaks, though, don't you? I do, yes, but I don't like Mulholland Drive, which is Brian's favourite <laughs> film. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it's my favourite. It's one of them. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I thought last night you said it was your, your favourite. Yeah, one, one. No, one. I one like of, a, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, 
but yeah, uh, the aspects here with the surrealism and um, some some as- some uh, scenes which felt really random, um, but they worked for me. And overall, just my initial thoughts, I I did enjoy it. Uh, the ending ruined it for me. I, I was not a fan of that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that, it was a bit disappointing because I, I was liking where it was going. Um, yeah, it, it just got a bit. It got a bit too silly. Um, but but overall, yes, I, I do enjoy this. I did enjoy this film, and um, I would actually like to watch it again. I think, unlike Pepster, um, not anytime <laughs> soon. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it is a good one to try and debate a bit because there was something yeah. going on and it sounds like there's a, a range of different opinions flying around. So, yeah, I, I, I did enjoy this film. Uh, but I'm not surprised, perhaps, that you didn't. Because uh, no. I could tell it's not going to be a film for you. Yeah. Yeah, I was, there, there <laughs> were moments whilst I was watching it where I just couldn't help but think about what, what Pep was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish I wish I was a fly on the wall watching watching you watch the film. <laughs> Making that your list. list in anger. Oh yeah, no. I, I mean, I was sat here, so I, I watched <laughs> it on this TV, and I had to do it on YouTube because um, that's the only way I could cast it onto the TV or whatever. And uh, and I'm sat there with my uh, legs crossed, and I've got my notepad, and I've got my pen, <laughs> and I was writing all the way through. Okay, so did you? Did Come you on, your... just 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 go on. I was just going to ask, did you have your notepad from the start then? You knew you were going to have shit to say about this. No, 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 no. It was the start of the titles. <laughs> when the titles went on for about five minutes, that I thought, Joe, you're going to have to start writing some notes here. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side, though, I have got some questions for a uh, comeback of Quiz Night. Oh, nice. Later on. All right. So, yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'm more on uh, Woody and Brian's side on this. Um, I did enjoy um, the reflecting skin. Um, I definitely thought after uh, after I finished watching the film that I was hoping that a discussion with uh, with you lot would probably help um, because you know there's definitely stuff that I didn't really understand um, happening in the film. I didn't. I just read it in the in the synopsis there, but I, I didn't get while I was watching the film some of the things um, that were part of the, the, the little boy's imagination mm. um, until now, which makes a bit more sense now um, for some of, some, of, some of the things like the those two weirdos walking around with the chicken in their hands or whatever. Yeah. I was a little yeah. bit confused about that at the time. Um, um, but yeah, overall, I actually did did enjoy it a lot, and uh, yeah, the acting wasn't really a big issue for me for the most part. Um, maybe when it was the three kids together, then it was kind of the most noticeable. Um, but I certainly felt that um, whatever her name was that played Dolphin was uh, very creepy. Very creepy. Lindsay yeah, Duncan. she was good. Mm. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I just think uh, I, yeah, I think it really did add to the to the tone of the whole film, and and I enjoyed the tone of the whole film. And I'm actually surprised, Woody, that you said you didn't uh, like the ending because I did I did enjoy the end of it. I especially loved um, that like my, one of my it was like probably my favorite shot though the actual last shot. Yeah, I think I well, agree with that. Maybe but... we should um, just wait. What yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Role for Vigio Mortensen. Um, 
One of his first. I think that's I think. one of his first films. Yeah, was it? One of really young. Yeah, like yeah. first or second or something like that. I think. Mm. Yeah, we did look really young. Uh, there was also something I don't know if this counts as spoiler, but I I also didn't realise that what was happening to him was I, I looked it up after is that he had radiation poisoning or something. Mm. Um. So yeah, this clear enough in the film. I don't think. Um, no, that's, some, that's something I I got when I looked it up afterwards. Yeah. Um, oh right. Did they mention that he he was returning back from war and stuff? But um, I had that big long. Oh, right. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Well, maybe we may as well get into spoilers now because it seems like we're struggling to, yeah. to say anything. Yeah, I, um, think, I think we have to, really. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are my overall thoughts. I, I did enjoy it, but like like Brian said, it's not probably not one of the best films in the world. Um, no. So yeah, um, we'll get into spoilers now. Um, so skip ahead if you care about that. And I'll put in the description when spoilers will end. Three, two, one, skip. Um, okay, so uh, Brian, were you, you were going to say something then? Did you want? Oh to... yeah, it was well. I was just saying when he was talking when Vigo Morton's character was talking to. Is it Vigo uh, or Vigo? How's his I name pronounced? Don't know. Hmm. I was I've always thought it was Vigo. Vigo, yeah. Vigo, to be honest. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he was talking to uh, Dolphin Blue. That. Um, such a weird name. <laughs> yeah, are we supposed uh, to just start, isn't it? Is there, I was so confused be, about that. Is there supposed it, to be something it, in that that we're supposed to? Yeah, you, you don't just call a character Dolphin Blue. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm. Um, anyway, he's talking about watching nuclear bombs explode, and mm. um, yeah, that's, yeah, he was, he was I just, part of the testing thing, and um, yeah, I just didn't put like, two radioactive ash and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. I just didn't put two and two together with that one. Um, and yeah, I, I just think there was quite, kind of quite a lot going on in the film, and uh, for me, it was there was quite a lot of stuff that I, I found easy to miss. Anyway, you know I agree I with that, Richie. Let's go on with it. Gone. I was going to say, I think the problem with that is, and I do remember that scene, Brian, because um, young Seth was on the on the steps, wasn't he? Like, like yeah, yeah. Through. But I think the problem was, and I think I think Pepster was the one who first mentioned it. The the audio was shocking yeah. and I, keep, I had to keep turning it up to actually understand what the hell they were saying at times yeah um, I, I found that actually because i watched it quite late at night so i'd be like turning yeah. it up to uh so i could hear the dialogue and then all of a sudden the uh the orchestra would come in yeah oh yeah. it was Ten loud times longer. that orchestral <laughs> score was it was really ridiculous loud. i think i don't know whether it's just because um the age of the film and the, the technology that we had uh, to be honest i find that quite a lot with with Films, I find it really strange how they never seem to be able to get the levels right. Yeah, <laughs> even even in modern things, it, yeah. on Netflix, and it's crystal clear. Mm. Like even the, I remember the Irishman, I was struggling with that at times. Um, yeah. So dialogue heavy, I was fucking turning it up when those those just the, the two of the characters were having a chat, and then all of a sudden mm. it would cut. And it, but anyway, that's a different film. But um, with this, yeah, I did like the score, but it was really overpowering, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm sure it'd be very like impressive if you would see it actually in a cinema on a big screen with a big sound system. Yeah, um, I think it would be. Yeah. The volume would do it, and then the, the strings would just come in. It'd be. Yeah, I don't think it would be so jarring on a proper stereo system. And... Maybe it, was, it had sort of like a sort of westerny type feel to it. I felt so like all of a sudden, every so often. I mean, I, I was going to put the subtitles on towards the end because I 
but the remote was faffing out, so it's like, I can't be bothered. Now. <laughs> but it, it, it sounded like all of a sudden, like it just some sort of like pow bang. It, it was, it was almost. I mean, I wrote originally; it was like some sort of comic book, and then I crossed it out and no, maybe more like a western type thing. Because all of a sudden, just this massive blast of orchestral music came out, and then sometimes it, it came out, and then that was it. It was just like some one blast of sound, mm, and then. Mm then there was nothing else which is you know isn't a negative point yeah. but it you know yeah um, i did see some complaints on letterboxd about the score being a bit a bit much but i i didn't ha- really find that issue i i i liked it quite a lot actually so yeah fucking i think one thing is that the score seemed to only have one gear if you know it was like always full drama yeah, I think, that, I think that's you know, what kind of ominous kind of stuff. Even when nothing particularly ominous or anything was happening. Yeah. Well, I'm struggling to think of a moment where nothing ominous was happening in this film, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> it's because the music's playing. <laughs> I think I think um, the setting, the actual setting of the film, is so important because it's like yeah. he. He is trapped, isn't he? Young Seth is trapped. And, you know, he's being told these stories and he's, he's got it into his head that this woman is the vampire. And, um, but there's, there's nowhere to go. There's no, there's no one else to tell him otherwise. Um, you know, he's, he's got his mates, but, I mean, they're just... Well, <laughs> I, I would say there was, a, there was a, a, a couple of times where it seemed like... Um, there was plenty of opportunity for someone to set him straight on it, and they they just chose not to for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah, that's true, actually. But but it's almost like he, he, you know, there was there was no other influence really, other other than these, you know, his his crazy, creepy mum. She was really creepy. Um, she his, well acted, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Really well acted. I thought she was, she, was good. Um, she was the best, I think. Yeah, she was very good. Um, so it's almost like this this setting is just prime for, um, you know, almost, I mean, because children's minds run wild anyway, but when you've got, when, when all you've got is, when you've got so much time to yourself and, and you've got um, one neighbour who lives on her own and, she, and you know, it's, it's, it's not going to help, is it? You're not going to... There's nothing within that, within that environment that's going to really um, calm you down or, or there's nothing else to think about it. So I think the setting was massive and Woody's right. It, the wheat fields, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely some like juxtaposition there obviously going on. And I'm not, sh- I'm not really sure. Um, well, I'm not sure about a lot of things, but I'll just make it clear as well, because my opening thoughts maybe made it sound like, I didn't like it more than I, I definitely didn't enjoy it too much, but there were things to enjoy. And, you know, there were moments that that were quite captivating and I didn't, I'm definitely not on the level of Pepster. Um, (laughs) I wasn't writing down my rant in preparation. Um, But I think, I think I've just got a lot of questions and I think that's part of the problem. And, um, that's why I, I would be keen to, to watch it again. Um, I mean, I, when you talk about the meaning of the film, 
I guess there's a few ways you could look at it. I don't know what your what you guys' thoughts are really. But this this director, I've never heard of him, and I don't think he's really done anything else of note. Or, but it's quite a it's quite a bold sort of. I think it's his debut. debut yeah, this film. is his debut film. Mm. So yeah, this is debut film. He made it, um, and then it did really well at festivals. And oh, then it? Mm. it got released to the general public, and it just absolutely bombed. Like no one went to see it at all. Right. And then it basically just disappeared. <laughs> and then eventually, like people on the internet started discovering it and stuff. And then quite recently, it got reissued mm-hmm. on Blu-ray and stuff. So people actually started oh, to just... see it and enjoy it. So it is like a proper cult film. It found yeah, its following right. Much, much later. Mm. Some of the, the some of the stories about it. Are, quite hilarious like um the director he used to get up at like six in the morning every day before shooting to spray the wheat fields the right shade of green oh i read that <laughs> <laughs> and that actually happened yeah he actually did he actually did it he spray paint the, really? the fields oh that's brilliant <laughs> yeah i did, I did think it wasn't natural to be honest but well i i think it paid off then yeah because yeah, yeah yeah amazing absolutely yeah mm. Cool. What did you think about the uh, the opening? Um, what well, was the opening? Then, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> the opening I mean, with, I, Pat, Pat, do you want to explain the opening? Yeah, uh, the opening with the flipping titles. I mean, no, no, no. I mean the frog. Oh, no, the fro- oh, oh, frog. Yeah. I mean, I wrote. I wrote. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah I, wrote, was... I wrote. I wrote. Real frog? Question mark. Hyphen. <laughs> hyphen. Really? Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of blowing this frog up with a sh- some sort of straw or something, so it's like a balloon, and then they yeah. hide in the wheat fields, and then dolphin woman starts walking down the the, the, the path, <laughs> and then when she gets there, she looks down at it, thinking, "Oh gosh, this this frog is is it okay? Is it okay?" She looks down, and then he gets his little his little um That's what cool. do we call it out tackle out slingshot, yeah. Boom, and then a load of blood comes flying over her face. And then I thought, as soon as I, I'm not going to lie, as soon as I saw that, I thought, right, it's that type of film, is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was an so, interesting start, definitely. It was an interesting start, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, well, I was watching it with Fliss, and the, and the only thing she said after it was, um, those kids found it pretty easy to stick a straw into that frog's anus. <laughs> it's obviously not the first time they've done it I know but she, <laughs> she, was, she, she was still sceptical that it would be that easy like they didn't really put much pressure in or anything oh my god what I liked the best was oh, when, when, when he was he was blowing into the straw the kid next to him was doing the same the same sort of <laughs> motions with his face he was going <sighs> you're not got the straw mate <laughs> <laughs> His mates were terrible, weren't they? they were, oh, oh god! I mean, they the couldn't stop. Oh yeah, they couldn't stop the gradient. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, well, well, you, Richie, you said that you like the forced drinking of the water. I mean, yeah. I got forced drinking water. WTF? Yeah, because it, it, <laughs> it just worked for me uh, as such a, a an uncomfortable scene to watch. Yeah, but what- what was the mother's? What was she? I didn't understand that. What was she? What was the even? She was punishing him. Yeah, it's punishment. 
Right, so it's just a punishment to force feed water, right? Yeah. What was she punishing him about, though? Because I thought she was punishing him about well, him going to the house. Uh, but it came it a little frog? bit... The frog, sorry, yeah. But that came quite a bit... I'm pretty sure that, that came a bit further after he went to the house. That's what I... No, I, I didn't no, understand that bit. I was a bit like, oh, why is, why is she doing that? Bed. Yeah, he was like, in his room. He had to go to bed. And he oh, had yeah. On, so he turned the light off. And then as soon as she left, he tried to yeah. light the lamp again. Yeah, that's what it was. He yeah. came back Oh, here. right. Okay. Yeah. Right. That was good. Actually, that I, I really liked that whole scene and where that went. And I liked the reveal of um, the, the father's sort of indiscretions um, mm. there. Mm. I thought that was quite an interesting little storyline. and so mm. I, I suppose loved- it had a running theme, that sort of forcing of liquid down your throat. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Well, I think you know. you're the, the scene where the father self-immolates is the best one in the movie, I think. For, for me, anyway. Wait, wait, what? Sorry? The father sets himself on fire. Mm, yeah, that That's was the amazing. best scene in the movie. That was really, uh, yeah. That's one of my favourite scenes. Oh, sh- right? oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it worked. <laughs> yeah, that was shocking. Yeah, it was good. I, I liked the way that was done. Um, with the cut to black thing. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, right. Well, should we get on to the ending then, Woody? Um, yeah, you can do. Um, I think the problem I had was not necessarily the ending in terms of the, the storyline. It was just the way it was the actual um, way that, that Seth just screamed for five minutes basically I, that's a bit I didn't like at all it was, it was just running around yeah. yeah some of the shots look nice but it's just the reaction I thought was really over the top I think, I think that I mean, was the, the, it, the one point in the film where like the acting really really stood out for, for me as being like something that really holds the film back yeah. I mean, in the other places where it's adding to the creepiness, I can, I can, I can deal with the bad acting. But that point is like, oh, we actually need to see some proper emotion yeah, exactly. here. You mean, the, you mean, the, you mean the kid screaming? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, 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 I didn't mind it. I, liked, I, I thought, it, thought it, I liked it. Laugh. No, I didn't. I didn't. Mm. Interesting. Mm. I, I, thought well, was, I thought it was quite a lazy way just to for the kid to say that he's he's upset that he's his brothers. <laughs> no longer his brother sort of thing or whatever it was trying to say. Um, I think Brian's spot on. It, it just highlights how bad the fucking acting was because... Well, I didn't quite it, understand. It really took me out of it. It really took me out of it. Why was his reaction so extreme? I didn't quite get it. Well, he did kill someone, sort of. Well, he realised that she wasn't a vampire. Yeah. And so he's kind of responsible yeah. for her death in a way. Okay. You don't understand is what all the way through the, f- the film he could have said, "Oh yeah, by the way, I saw Charlie get into a car with four blokes." You know, like he could have told Sheriff with one eye yeah. what, what was going <laughs> on. Sheriff. You know, <laughs> but you know he doesn't yeah. help his cause, does he? You know, we say that he wants to get answers. Is, is this woman a vampire? But whenever he has the opportunity to come out and say, "Oh, by the way, he jumped in a car," you know, he doesn't say anything. Yeah, I wasn't too sure on that either. I mean, I guess, uh, I guess it's about innocence or something. So maybe it's yeah. just that he doesn't 
he didn't think uh, there was anything going on at that point with those guys. I don't know. He seemed pretty calm about them. Yeah, he did. So I'm not sure necessarily yeah, yeah. about that myself. Mm. I, just don't he, I just don't think he knew what to do, to be honest. Cause yeah, maybe. He, he's, got, he's got no guidance in his life. He's got no one to look up to. And, mm. um, and if I was him and a sheriff with an eye patch is asking me, where, where did he touch you, boy? You're not going to trust him, are you? You're not going to trust him. <laughs> yeah, because he just... Yeah. Yeah, he reaches yeah, down. That is true. And at the end of the day, he, he despises Dolphin Blue, doesn't he? And, and at this point, I think that's the third time we saw the black car and the people in it. You're not going to say, oh, by the way, Dolphin, don't get in that car because of X, Y, Z. No. So I think at that point, he's not going to he's not going to say anything, but I do think that... It, it, it was strange that he didn't have a, a reaction of sort. And I think, again, the bad acting only highlights that. But it, it did for me anyway. Because um, yeah. there is clear moments in the film where he, he's got the opportunity to put his hand up and, and say something, and he just doesn't take it. And I think it, it's got to be down to the his uh, youthful naiveness or... Or something mm. along, but that's what I thought anyway. When I, was watching yeah. I was trying to come up with the excuse for the character because I, I was confused as well as to why he didn't he didn't say anything. Um, mm. But you got, I think you got to put yourself in his shoes and see why he didn't. A scene I want to open up to the floor and just sort of get your thoughts on and may, maybe a bit about what you thought it may have meant was the scene um, where they're in the kitchen, Seth and Cameron, and Cameron is apologizing just saying you know sorry for pushing you before um and he walks over and sits down next to seth and and takes out a photo from his wallet and says look at this and and it's and it's a photo of um well it's like a wartime photo isn't it of like a baby being carried and it's got like a facial deformity because of i imagine bombs or some sort of um maybe napalm or something i don't know but, keep speculating but well yeah and then, and then seth goes on to ask question after question about who is it um who's the person carrying the baby and cameron just keeps saying i don't know i don't know it's just a photo it's just a photo mm. and then and then he, and then he proceeds to get out two more one of a naked woman and then one of a picture of the two of them and and they're just sort of laid out on the table and then that's sort of the end of the scene and it just seemed very very well the kid got well, those two out didn't he Did he like cameron wasn't showing oh, him yeah, those yeah. two yeah yeah he just went into his wallet but but cameron didn't stop him and then cameron and then cameron leaves the room and and seth is just there sort of changing the order of them and i don't i just don't really know what to make of it i just wondered if you guys had any thoughts because it's no. quite a strange strange oh, thing not really to be honest i'm a bit stumped on that one as well so i it obviously is important because it's where they get gets the, the title from because he talks about how the baby yeah. has skin that's reflecting and you can actually see your face in it. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other yeah, than that. Yeah. I don't, don't really know what it's I, I, getting at there. No, especially yeah. the moving around of the pictures. I don't know what, what that was about. It's yeah, a nice image. Well, maybe not nice is the right, but might not be the right word, but <laughs> it's image. a good Im- image. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Then it, it's it's definitely a difficult one to sort of decipher. But um, 
I'll do a bit of research and maybe see what some other people. <laughs> but there's so there's, there's so many. That, that's that's the thing, isn't it? There are, there are a lot of moments like that where where it's what did that mean and what about that and but I think that just that just makes it more apparent that I, I would like to rewatch it again and maybe see if anything becomes clearer. But it's just such a strange film and. I can't. I can't say I've seen anything like it really before. It's definitely Woody said it's Lynchian in in, in a lot of ways, um, but I'm. I, I, it's difficult really. To, there's there's a few films where recording straight afterwards is is not maybe the easiest thing to do. <laughs> and, um, well, you had a few days to watch this, Jack. Yeah, fair enough. I, I did wait till today to watch it, um, <laughs> which maybe was a mistake. Looking back, well, it was a mistake. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what other points to make. Uh, have you have you got have you got any thoughts that you want to talk about that we haven't mentioned yet? Or? Well, you were just you were just saying before um, that we haven't brought up the, the rotting fetus thing. Oh yeah, something else we haven't talked about. Um, uh, I, I don't really know what else to say about that apart from that it was creepy as fuck. He's better now. The fact that they have a fight over it, who gets to take it home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah, good, all very, good very stuff. Good. I mean, it took Cameron not a long time to get to Dolphin's house for a bit of "Hey, up, how's your father?" Didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Flipping there straight away. Yeah. I mean, like he realised. I mean, he said, "I'm going to Dolphin's house." He walks out door, and then the next minute, he he looks out the window. Seth looks out the window, and then we're straight to Seth in the cornfield, right at the house. I mean, I know the next door neighbours, but flipping heck. He's a busy guy, Joe. You don't know know how long left he's got to live, so he's got to seize every opportunity he can. Yeah. Flipping heck. That was was an interesting scene. So I've listened to the director talk about the film uh, a bit, and he talks about how it's uh, a remembered summer. So essentially the, the film is sort of him older remembering yeah, the director no 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 the <laughs> the child Seth. is is remembering the events right of the film. okay that's interesting. so i think one of the, the most obvious ones where it's obviously like okay this is him as a child trying to understand it is when he's in dolphin's house and he sees her masturbating essentially yeah. but can't but he doesn't understand what the hell is going yeah. on there so it, she's just sort of sat in a chair, moaning really like a, creepily, and it's very like strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, that's really interesting, actually. I mean, I've never even yeah. heard of any film even being told that way. So that's and that yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Mm. That's, yeah, that's interesting. I did. Um, I was going. I was going to bring it up a similar sort of point, but my biggest takeaway, um, the thing I enjoyed the most, is the fact that the whole story was told from his point of view, from Seth's point of view. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. it, we, we never really went into any other character's head at all. It was all, it was like we were watching it as, as he was interpreting it. Um, mm. And there was an instance like Brian saying then, but there was, there was other bits. The first time Seth goes to a house and she says, uh, Dolphin says, oh, um, I look horrendous in the morning. My skin peels off. Yeah. I'm 200 years yeah. old. It's it, it's obvious to us because we're adults. It's just a figure of speech. Mm. She's just you know, she's obviously like an older woman, and she's just saying these sort of things. We can tell the difference between fact and a figure of speech. 
Mm. But he's a child and he he can't, can he? He takes everything that is said as to be lit, literal. Yeah. The whole time. yeah. Whatever anyone says to him, he, he interprets it as gospel truth and is literally a yeah. fact. Mm. Um, and that's what yeah, <laughs> but, but but kids do that, don't they? But they, they, at that age, I can't remember how old he mm-hmm. said he was. He's like nine, I think. Nine. Yeah, so eight or nine. You, you can't really decipher between true and false, you, can you? Especially, well, especially yeah, when you come from a broken home like he has, and he's got mm. it's a horrible environment and stuff, wasn't it? And yeah, yeah. You, you, and just staying on that as well, like you were saying, Brian, that that makes even more sense to me now, thinking about it as his memory as to why she was just acting like the creepiest fucker ever. Yeah, yeah, like, she wasn't actually acting like that. She, yeah. That's just how he remembers it, because as a child, like, yeah, everything that, sort of becomes exaggerated sense. and, yeah. you know, yeah. strange. Uh, I think I'm going to like this a lot more in a second watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah like to be when, fair, um, that, yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. When the, when the dad was obviously reading his, his graphic novel um, about the vampire stuff, about about vampires, he he just he just said straight away what it was, um, mm. what it meant, and then he Seth then took that on board, and then he was finding pieces in the jigsaw, and he was like making them up, wasn't he? It, he was he was finding things to suit his narrative, and yeah, he wanted her to be a vampire, and yeah, all of a sudden she would say, then she'd say these weird things like she's two hundred years old, and then he'd run off to mm. his and say, oh, she said she's two hundred years old. Um, yeah, I thought that was a great way of doing it. And uh, you know what, Brian? Yeah. That's really, really interesting that you've said that because I obviously didn't think that when I was watching it. But another standout uh, with that regard is when, and I thought it was weird, but when the dad said it must have been two or three times, Seth came back to the house and he said the exact same phrase. He said, "Oh, are you thirsty, boy?" I can't, yeah. I can't remember exactly what it is. <laughs> mm. He said, no, no, pa, I'm not thirsty. And then he said some weird, <laughs> like, little catchphrase. It's like you'll turn to dust or something like that. Yeah, you'll turn to dust, yeah. But I suppose if you remember, as like a nine-year-old before your dad died, that he always had this little saying. He probably didn't say it every single time. Yeah. yeah. Remembering it is that, that's what he always mm. used to say. That's, that's yeah, yeah. Because I thought, like, why, what are you on about? <laughs> well, I, I did write that. I said, how many lines in this script can they make about water and drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it's like a fair, even a fair thing to say, but I do kind of wish that what you just um, brought to light there, Brian, was more clear. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, in the beginning, so I so I could Definitely. so I knew that was happening while I was watching. Yeah, it. that would have helped. That would have helped a lot, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess just it, there's sometimes there's these films where you just you need to watch them. Yeah. More. Mm. Yeah, and 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 maybe so. So looking back, then if it is him retelling it and 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 looking back to his childhood, maybe the the scene where his mum is punishing him by you know, making him drink the water. Maybe it wasn't actually as brutal as it looked to us. No, I reckon that one was, I reckon that one was pretty. Yeah, that sounds, (laughs) that that was one of the least, uh, well, maybe not the least strange, but. No, that that one made sense. (laughs) Yeah. One thing I thought was that we were definitely going for like uh, the Omen style vibes with the the look of everyone. Because he did look like Damien, didn't he, Seth? Mm. With like the jet black, well, he's obviously died, I think, well, I think he died. 
I haven't seen that. Well, I just think they, not. not that I've uh, been in early 1950s rural America, but they look properly in place, like all the costumes and like the haircuts and everything all look mm. like, yeah, I completely believe that they were in that time period. Yeah, mm. I, did, I did like the barrenness of it all as well. Mm. Because that is, to me, that's how I would think of America in the 50s if you were in yeah. the sticks. There's just like one long road can, and you're miles away from anything. Um, it I mean, did remind was... me of... Oh, no, it did, it did remind me of one of my favourite films, actually. I know Richie's seen it. I don't know if Brian's seen it. It's called Waking Fright, Australian film from the 70s. No, I'm not seeing that. It, it's, it's incredible. You you would like it. You'd definitely like it. I can kind of see yeah. where you're coming from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, without giving it away, but it, it's kind of similar, isn't it, with a, a guy trapped in this barren landscape and there's not really any way out. And yeah. The horrors unfold, yeah. as it were. You should definitely check that out, Brian, because I think you'd really Yeah, I'd definitely put it on the list. What is it called again? The Waking Fright. Waking, Waking Fright. Fright. Yeah. Right. I'll send you the I'll send you a link so you can no, yeah, watch dude. it. I don't know, it might be something that BFI might have on their files. Yeah, it's the kind of things they have on there. It's, it's, it's one of those again, isn't it, that kind of disappeared for a while. And... Yeah, well when when he was said when you were saying that about this film and the story behind it. It was shot in 90, I think it was actually 1970, got lost for years and years, and then we finally was able to like get an original copy and literally put it together again by hand, and then we remastered it and put it on Blu-ray, mm. but it's only like 35 years later or something stupid. Wow. <laughs> it's got a really interesting backstory to it. and uh, I remember mm. I, uh, I've got it on Blu-ray, I remember giving it to you, Richie, didn't I? Because it had a booklet yeah. inside, like the whole story about it. it was yeah, it was great. interesting. Yeah. Mm. What do you reckon yeah, pepper's this conversation there? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I'd literally about to say something about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, maybe, if, yeah. Yeah, maybe if we had him sort of sat at a desk, maybe writing a couple of notes, maybe at the beginning, or maybe <laughs> sort of like in thought, sort of remembering back. Memoirs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Can you um, give it another watch tonight? Yeah, no. I'm not going to give it another watch tonight. No. <laughs> not sure. I won't be giving it another watch for a couple of years. Having said that, though, I probably will re- rewatch it at some point. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. like I said, it didn't drag for me. It was, it was, a, it was an interesting one. I didn't like it, um, but it, it, I thought it was going to drag a lot more than, than it did. Um, so, you know what? Maybe in a couple of years, I might... So sit back down. If I've got nothing else to do, if we're still in lockdown in a couple of years, I might go. Oh, you know what? I might watch that. <laughs> I watch that. I, de- I definitely want to do my research. I'm definitely keen to, um, yeah, watch some interviews if 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 they're out there and and just see, just try and gather some, you know, just try and gather some intel about this film because I think it, I think um, it would definitely help um, help in terms of looking back. Oh, you know, connect some dots maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, um, will that about do it for uh, the reflecting skin review? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, yeah. So. All right. Cool. Well, um, let's move on to our favourite scenes then, shall we? Uh, we know what Brian's is. <laughs> uh, unless you wanted to just expand any more on it, or yeah. So, I mean, my favourite scene was. Probably the, the whole scene where the, the police officer comes, confronts the dad about his 
past like um love affair with a young boy uh or mm-hmm. 17 year old um and then him being berated by his wife and then him sort of like thought i thought it was very well acted actually he's like he's completely mm-hmm. distraught that's so distraught you're kind of thinking like oh hang on a minute did he did he actually do it was it was it him yeah and then, yeah um, i thought he was very good actually and then him sort of just like having the epiphany of what he should do and him just like straight away calming down walking out and then yeah. you know, very disturbingly drinking and pouring gasoline all over himself mm. and the, the reveal of him setting himself on fire and it changing from day to night it's just yeah very well well done scene yeah i, I, I may as well just say now was gorgeous oh yeah yeah mm. I mean, I may as well just say now that that's my favourite scene as well. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard to beat that one, really. Mm-hmm. And and the shot is the shot is the cameras um, above the four of them in a sort of semicircle, staring at the mm. yeah, staring at the burning burning barn was. Yeah, mm. uh, I I agree. I think it, it's probably the best scene. But I, another one I'll mention um, is really near the end as dolphins just before you know as she's waiting for the lift and you know just before she gets in the car she sort of kneels down and does this really disturbing uh, little monologue to seth about this is what happens when you get older before you know it your hair falls out your teeth fall out you shit yourself you piss yourself um <laughs> it was just really uh just really quite a depressing scene really um but it fit the tone and it fit her character and um yeah well acted as well i thought she was good actually the what was she called lindsay duncan yeah 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 she was actually she was good and that was very creepy so i'll I'll, brian's is probably the best scene but i enjoyed that one as well okay who's next yeah i I agree. I, I, th- I think um, I think uh, Josh's scene is probably the best one. Um, another one, I, Woody touched on it. That he, the mum, I thought she was probably the best actress in it. Um, I thought her acting was pretty good. Um, so probably the bigger, probably the beginning when he comes back when we first get introduced to his mum and his dad um, in the cabin. That sort of interacting scene where he says, oh, I miss Cameron and she's like, so do all, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah. I thought that was quite a, quite a good scene. But no, I, I would say that the, the fire scene was probably the best for me. Yeah. Woody? Um, I think I'll go with the water drinking scene. I did, mm-hmm. I did enjoy yep. that. I thought yep. it was That's very good. It was disturbing. It was really. It's tough to watch. Um, and I, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really well acted. And perhaps is perhaps is right. The parents were the best thing in it by by a long stretch. Mm-hmm. But she, but the mother especially was was really creepy. I think, and she mm-hmm. kind of excelled herself in that scene. I think. Um, yeah, it's a real standout. Even now, I can still picture it really clearly. when I watched it on. First Friday night. Yeah, so, very good. Um, yeah, great scene. Cool. Um, well, before we get into our ratings, do, should we do the Joe's quiz night so that we can keep spoilers? I just, I just have one more question. Oh, okay. Oh. It just popped into my head. Whose fetus was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who had the dead kids, do you reckon? 
Mm. And how and how did they only find it? But why did they not find it earlier? Because he, but his mate said, "Oh, it smells of fish in here, or something like that." And I thought, "Well, would it not smell like that?" The, he's been there. He's already been there for a long time. Mm. Mm. Another inconsistency to attribute to uh, the narrator's poor memory. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it it's seems like something that's kind of like too specific to just be like something that you just invent. No, I wasn't saying uh, that he'd invent it, just that, you know, the details of them only finding it at that point, maybe, or yeah. maybe whether whether they could smell it beforehand or not. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I didn't really... It not not it didn't really particularly matter. It, it was just something I was wondering about. Like, yeah, yeah, I was I, I was wondering about that. because yeah. the barn yeah. that they find it in isn't. I don't think it's any of their parents' barns. It's not. It's just like some random barn that was out in the middle of nowhere. Mm. I think it was yeah. in any of their homes. But it seems yeah, but to it, be like a, a place where they go and frolic all the time. Really, yeah, play yeah, blow up frogs <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. So it's obviously to me it's, it seemed like a place that they knew well. You know yeah, I, mean? I think there's probably a lot of a lot of questions about that part that uh, mm. may need may need answering. Yeah, yeah. Well, well it's just something I thought about. I, I was just confused yeah. as to why at that point they only just found it. Uh, mm. Mm. Yeah, okay. that's okay. a good question. Creepy, yeah. bloody hell, very creepy. Yeah. I actually felt Seth, that was Seth's best bits when he was talking to the... Yeah, yeah. with it on his bed, on his bed. With the, who, who was that girl that used to do, create dolls in our year? Nicola <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I wonder, wonder if she designed that that one. Hi, Nicola, are you listening? <laughs> Yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, uh, should we move on to quiz night now? Yeah, we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's been a while. It has. Could you please yes. remind us of the jingle, Dale? It's the quiz night. The quiz night film night podcast with Richie, Woody, Val, Jack, and Joe. <laughs> okay. Number one. Question number one. What colour was the covering that Dolphin Woman was wearing at the beginning of the film? Christ. When she comes into contact with the uh, with the frog. Right. Nice easy one to start there, I think. Oh, is it? Wait, can you, sorry, can you just say it once more? <laughs> yeah, what, what was the colour of the face covering, or head covering, oh, right. that Dolphin Woman was wearing at the beginning <laughs> with the frog? Um, dolphin woman. <laughs> <laughs> dolphin blue. Dolphin, is, that, is that a name? Dolphin blue. <laughs> she had a name. <laughs> she had a name. Yeah, dolphin blue. <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Yeah, we did talk about it. So, do you reckon? <laughs> so, right. Do you reckon that maybe he's just got her name wrong then? Possible, because she came from a whaling family, didn't she? And she gave him that harpoon. All right. Oh fuck. I don't know if that's got anything to do with it. Did Vigo say he kept calling the dolphin though, did he? Yeah, yeah but, yeah, but, yeah, but, but the whole thing is first find out a name. Yeah, but the whole thing is his memory. Yeah. So he could mm. just be he could just be remembering her name wrong. Mm. But, 
and just just applying the fact that she was a whaler to her name. Yeah. Oh yes. Mm. Mm. Okay, that's interesting actually. Uh, okay. Yeah. Number two. Uh, yeah. Okay. What is Seth's mum, Sheila, doing in the cabin when he returns for the first time? So after he's encountered the frog and he runs back to the cabin, what is she doing? Fucking hell. Oh, she's talking about, I can't try and remember what she's doing. No. Yeah. Bloody hell. Hmm. It's a specific thing that she's walking around doing. Hmm. I mean, Jack's at an advantage with this. Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But I've not got a clue with that one. Hmm. Um, yeah, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Question number three. What does Dolphin Blue sing to Seth when he first goes to her house? Oh, shit, I know that one. What? <laughs> what does Dolphin Blue sing to Seth when he goes to a house and somebody else sings the song towards the end of the film or progressing throughout? I can't even... I can't even picture it. Jesus, I can't remember that. Are we ready? Question number four. Yeah. What is Seth's father's name? Oh, fuck. That's a tough one. Corpse burnt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are hard. Yeah, these are hard, Christ. Really? Pepster, did you... Did, do you, in the previous question, you referred to his mum as Sheila. Is that just from the cast list? Because I don't remember it ever being mentioned, or was it? Yeah, I think I looked. I think I looked up her her name when I was writing the question. Right. Hmm. I was originally just going to say Seth's mum, and then I thought, well, add a name in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and then finally, number five. When Seth is talking to the sheriff by the car. The sheriff says and complete oh. the phrase big as a pig and <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't I don't that. He's, he's I talking know. at the car about his hand that's in a cast yeah. and he says why was big as a pig and he's trying to cast it, it's completely taken off. <laughs> it, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he didn't talk enough about the, the sheriff. He was great. <laughs> yeah. That's proper David Lynch, that. Just ran away yeah, such a weird character. <laughs> Very lynching, yeah. Even like the first time we meet him is really weird because he's yeah. he's putting some flowers down at the thing or whatever and he just gets up and he just comes up behind him and starts... And he just puts a hand on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was... Yeah. Okay, okay. I have my answers. Pig is a pig, and is what is a what? And <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah that's what we got. As that. something, I give you that. Big as a pig, and something as something. Does it rhyme? No. Uh. All good. Yeah. Yeah. Question number one then: What type of color? Uh, well, what color was? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rephrase the question because I only wanted to give you one point. 
what colour is the face covering or the head covering that Dolphin Blue was wearing at the beginning of the film? I'll go with Richie first. I'll just put cream. Josh? Black. Henry? Black. Black. Jack? Fuck. Black is what I was. It was indeed black. Shit. That's correct. Question number two. What is Seth's mum, Sheila, doing in the cabin when he first returns home? Go with Josh first. Cleaning. Henry? Cleaning the house from the smell of gasoline. Yeah. Oh. Talking a lot about gasoline. I can't remember if she's cleaning. Okay. Jack? Yeah. No, I passed on this one. Okay, Richie? Uh, I put dusting. Okay. I'll give Henry the point. Um... She was actually, though, in fact, swatting flies. Uh, yeah, she that's was. What uh, I was. That was really the answer I was looking for, but I will give, give Henry uh, the point for that. I'm not sure. St- why does Henry get the point for that? <laughs> well, he, went, he, he did go into a good she, amount she of detail. She was, she, was, she was doing it at the same time. She was cle- cleaning to get rid of the, okay. get rid of yeah, the smell of why doesn't, why doesn't, gasoline. Why doesn't Brian get one, then? Is that because oh, she specifically said she specific because yeah she specifically mentioned about gasoline and it was really the flies I was looking for but yeah sorry Brian <laughs> question Wait, three what does Dolphin Blue sing to Seth when he's in her house go with Woody first uh, but I don't get anything for this I just guess Love Me Tender by Elvis <laughs> 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 okay. Jack um was it. Sunshine, my only sunshine. <laughs> Ooh. Was that one? Richie? Uh, yeah, I put you on my sunshine, my only sunshine. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I put it as well. Yeah, that's correct. You are my sunshine. I got a complete blank about that. Love me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it probably wasn't even yeah. released before the, the film was set. But, uh. <laughs> Question number four. What, is, uh, or what was Seth's father's first name? Richie? I just guessed Russ. Okay, <laughs> Josh? I guessed Kyle. Henry? I guess Luke. Oh, that might be okay, right. Hey, Jack? Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah, I put Luke. Uh, Woody yeah. and Jack, you've got the point. I remember someone saying, I can't remember, I mean, it might have been the police, not the sheriff, but the, the younger police chief who quizzes him. Yeah. Quizzes him. I, 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 just, I, just, I just remember it from the shot of his grave. His grave, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, number five. Um, when the sheriff's talking to Seth, um, he says the following, complete the saying. It was big as a pig and Josh? I guess I'm like vicious as a wolf or something like that. Okay, Henry? As strong as an axe. Hey, Jack? Complete guess, I put quick as a cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Richie? Uh, I put vicious as a bull. Oh, right. It was actually big as a pig and vicious as hell. Oh. Oh. You know. Did they get half for putting yeah. vicious as? No. No. <laughs> oh, but Henry can get a whole point for, for cleaning <laughs> the answer yeah. was swatting the flies. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted a full, the full, full answer. Okay. Right, go on, tot your, tot your scores up. No, I got one. Three, I got. Three. Oh. Two. Oh, no. Oh. oh, does that mean we need to do a tie break? 
Oh, sorry, Pepster. Work budget. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no. you're not gonna, I don't think you're going to find a budget for this. Uh, hang on. I actually know. It's on Wikipedia. I've seen it. I actually, okay. Do not look, Jed. Don't say. Do I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say, but if you want to oh, no, do no. it, I can, uh, no, I I can tell you where you're right or wrong. I have to be honourable. So I have to be honourable. I've seen it as well. Okay. Uh, By the, right, okay, hang on, hang on. Good. Um, it's an awful question. <laughs> what is the answer? Um, is it 1.5 million? Yeah, that's what I saw on Wikipedia. Absolutely nothing. I think that was quite a lot. What? For the quality really? of the film. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. No, but I mean, in terms of like the, we probably spent most of it spraying the bloody crops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tiebreak question for Jack and Henry. I am looking for the closest to the overall worldwide gross at the box office oh. of this film. So worldwide, not just the US, worldwide gross or this film. The closest two will win Quiz Night. Did it have a theatrical release? I can give you the opening uh, weekend for the US was June 1991. Okay. Canal is... I don't... Uh, right. Closest two. Okay. Sorry, Woody? Yeah. Okay. Jack, go on, you go first. Right, well, this might have been a silly idea because it's closest to, and I might have left myself open here, but I think, I'm, I'm guessing it actually made a loss, and I think it grossed of just one million. Okay, Woody? Well, I've, yeah, I've really undercut it, because um, I think Brian said that it didn't do well at the box office, so I've gone even less, I've gone 100 grand. Ooh. Okay. Well, I can tell you that the winner is Henry Woodsford. And the actual gross was 17,042. Oh my. 17. One seven. One seven. Yikes. Poor old Philip. (laughs) $17,042. That's a lot of money down the pan. Oh, yeah. It's a thankless job, this painting wheat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Congrats, Woody. Well done. Yeah, congratulations, Woody. Yes. Cheers. Well done, Woody. And thank you, thank Joe, you. for those questions. Yeah, no good to have it back. Good to have it back. Yeah, I love yeah. this quiz night. I really do miss it. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's the end of quiz night. Uh, and the end of spoiler talk for uh, the reflecting skin. So no more of that, please. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm not sure there was any during that, but whatever. Um, right, what are we going to give this out of ten? Oof. Right, I'm going to go for it. Two. Oh. <laughs> Hush. <laughs> Hush. Oh my word! I get my coat on the way out. Can't say I'm surprised, Pep, but <laughs> very honest. Um, well, I'm going to hit it with a respectable six point five. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go just below middle of the road, I think, 4.5. Okay. Who's next? I can go. I was just thinking how hard it is to actually put a number on it. 
because it's yeah. so yeah, inconsistent it's, uh, across like different things. Like, yeah, cinematography yeah. is probably an eight or a nine. Acting's probably a two or a three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how'd you average this out? I think I'm gonna go similar to Richie. I think I might just edge up a bit. Probably about seven. I think. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think I'll I'll go with Richie. I'll go six point five. Um, I, this discussion has helped a lot. I, I would say it's made me appreciate it a lot more. I think. Yeah, I'd agree mm. with that as well. Yeah, and I'd definitely like to watch it again at some point, knowing what I know now. Because I think I'm, I'm pretty it sure it would go up. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it would go up. I'm sure it would go up for me anyway. Um, uh, it'd be interesting to see if it goes up for Joe. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Ask him. I think it's got to really. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, 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 we'll revisit Pepster in a few years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a hard enough job right, getting him to watch a film the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, right, well, that's the end of that then. Um, so we'll move on. Uh, I don't know if there's other things we want to talk about. I know there was a couple of things that we wanted to get to last week that we didn't have chance to. Um, do we still want to bring those up? Yeah, I think, should we just open the floor to a bit? So what we've any any if anyone wants to talk about anything that we've watched of note. Okay. Um there might be a bit of crossover, I'm not sure who's what everyone's got. Well, I know that Jack and I both watched something recently that I'd be willing to bring up. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, the Deer Hunter. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely talk about that then. Uh I me Richie, me and you've watched Snowpiercer looking at Letterboxd. Oh true, yeah. Okay. So Snowpiercer. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. The bunk. Both good things to talk about. Yes. Um, so, which one do you want to do first? Go with the first one that you mentioned. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I actually just saw that Jack had watched The Deer Hunter uh, on Letterboxd and realized that I've had it on DVD for ages and not watched it. So I, No way. Uh, Have you? So oh. I thought, yeah, I'll just, I may as well give that a watch then. Um, mm. I did. And just judging by your review, I think I probably enjoyed it a little bit more than you, although you, you did obviously enjoy it uh, a yeah, lot. Yeah, I did, I did love it, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, but I just from the things that you said in your review, uh, I don't know if you want to remind yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I just sort of, my, my main issue was with the first act. Um, I just thought it, I, I didn't think it needed to be that long. And it, and it, and it just took, it, it took too long to get, yeah, the wedding, it just too, took too long to get going for me. And I was just sort of really willing it to, to get to get a move on, basically. Um, but, but but then beyond that, once once it did move on, I thought it was a stunning film, really, really powerful, um, filled with amazing performances. And yeah, it's definitely a film that's that's got a lot of scenes and a lot of moments that really will um, stay with the audience, I think, long beyond uh finishing it and it's it's been one of my radar ever since woody talked about it quite a while ago now um i remember woody gave woody gave it a really uh really positive review and i just saw it it was on bbc one uh a couple of weeks ago so i thought oh crikey definitely need to get that get that watched and yeah other, other than that opening i thought it was fantastic um and just you know I thought it, it it did a great job, and I think it was actually there's there's a lot of films obviously based around the Vietnam War, but I think this was one of the very first. Um, 
and it did a fantastic job of really um, getting across just what it did to, to, to the minds of, of those who were there once they returned, if they were lucky enough to, to return. Um, and it really changed, it changed them all, and it changed them all in different ways. And it was a really interesting idea to look at that. Um, and, and for me, yeah, I just loved it. And it's, I'm glad I've ticked it off. Yeah, so that's, um, that's about it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, absolutely loved the film. Um, I didn't have the same problem that you did with the with the wedding thing, though. It, um, I think maybe both of you had quite um, had stressed quite a lot that it is a very long film, and it is something that you probably have to be in the right mood for to watch it. And so I think mm-hmm. I, I had that in my head so much that it it, it became less of an issue for me. Um, because, but, but yeah, I didn't feel like the, the, the wedding was an issue for me at all. I actually really loved it. I thought it was such a realistic presentation. Um, mm. and also I like, I like the way, um, the way that's reflected later on in the film. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought all the acting, even in, even in that part was so amazing. Mm. Um, Christopher Walken was absolutely brilliant in that film. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, I just, I loved the, the whole thing. I was surprised actually how little or, or how um, short the amount of time you spent with them in Vietnam, in, in the war. Mm, that uh, surprised me as well. Yeah. But um, I, I do think it was, you know, it was enough. It, it, pretty, it pretty well got its point across with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it definitely, it. it definitely, definitely did that. But I'll just bring up another thing that, and this isn't, uh, this is just down to the age of the film, but we've mentioned it in the, in the film we've reviewed on this episode as well. I had a real issue with the audio. I don't know about you. Oh yeah, I did as um, well. Yeah. It was, it was a bit of a struggle. Yeah. I had to, re- I had to resort to subtitles. Um, cause I was really just struggling too much to strain and I, I didn't want to miss anything. So I thought, look, I'd rather just get the subtitles on and then be done with it. So, but that was obviously, you know, that's just, that's what happens, isn't it? Some old films. So it's, it's, it, it didn't take away how great I thought it was. It was just a slight shame, but. I didn't put some titles on, but I did, I did struggle a bit, especially uh, the French guy. I, I really struggled yeah. to understand everything yeah, yeah. he said. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, Brian, what do you want to jump in? Cause I think you've both seen it. Haven't you? I haven't actually seen this one. All right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you, I thought you Oh, no, just surprise, just from your. It's been on. It's been on a list to watch for a while, but mm. not yeah, so yeah. Been. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well. Um, well, what do you do? You want to jump in with anything? But but yeah, I just really loved it. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No. I, I'm glad you've seen it. Um, because I remember talking about it years ago. Now. Yeah, it was ages ago. Hmm. And I've I've only seen it once. Um, Actually, no, sorry, that's a lie. No, I've seen it a few times, well, twice. Um, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. But um, it is, it's worth the wait, isn't it? It's worth the build-up, I'd yeah. say. Um, I'm definitely more on Richie's side. I, I didn't really have a problem. It, it was slow at the start, yeah, it, it was. But um, I think it's justified when we get to the end. Yeah. Um, mm. And, yeah, the, the character development and the, the character study is, is brilliant. What... I think that's one of the best performances by Christopher Walken. Yeah, I think so. Mm. 
Incredible. And Jack slagging off uh, Dame Street last week. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Brilliant in this. She's, yeah, no, she was brilliant. she's yeah. brilliant in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch... Yeah, Brian, to, Brian, what's your I thoughts on Mel Street? I like Mel Street. Yeah. Everything I've seen her in, yeah. She's always been... Yeah. Always been good. Yeah. Not seen that many of her like her big films uh, to be honest. Not seen like Sophie's Choice or I haven't actually I either. Think, the other one. Have you Just seen the it seems too sad. Have you seen <laughs> the Devil Wears Prada? I think I have actually. <laughs> long, good, long, it? long time ago. It's a good film. <laughs> yeah, I need to get on. <laughs> no nonsense. <laughs> I need to tick off some more of her filmography because obviously. Um, yeah, there's so much that I've not seen of hers. Um, so yeah, I don't know what it was, but but in the Deer Hunter, no, definitely she's fantastic. And and uh, Pepster, I know it's a long one, but why don't you give <laughs> yeah. that one a go? How long is it? I think you'd like it. I think it's better Three if hours. we don't tell you. Oh, okay. okay. Oh shit. <laughs> now that, that, just, that doesn't rule it out completely for me. Yeah, hopefully, um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I might give it. I might. I might have a search out of it. Okay. It's, it's very good. I think you'd like it. Yeah. Um, right. Well, uh, Snow then. Shall we get on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, you watched it before me, I think. I did. Yes. Um, and it, I only just sort of stumbled on it. Really, I was looking through Prime. I was in Prime, <laughs> thinking, uh, what's going to leave soon? Because uh, sometimes I spend so much time just fucking scrolling and not making a decision. I can't mm-hmm. like it to make a decision for me if you say, oh, it's going to go tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. right, let's get in there and watch it. Um, yeah, and you, you, sent, you sent us a message as well, so I made sure I watched it. I actually yeah, I watched did. it on the last day, so. I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I gave it a day or two beforehand. And um, with, without little little background, I just stuck it on and, and uh, just, see, just see where I was going to go with it. And... An hour in, I, I was really concerned. I wasn't enjoying it at all. <laughs> I really? thought it was, I thought it was pretty terrible. The whole first half was oh. really, really dull. Um, I thought might be the wrong word, really. I, I think it was just for. It, ju- it just wasn't well made. It, it wasn't gripping me in any way. Mm-hmm. It was a bit. It was a bit confusing. But there was a lot going on, um, and it it was just really weird. And then all of a sudden. It it comes into its own, and the second half was brilliant, and I I really really enjoyed it. You can tell that it was made by Bong Joon Ho, and there's a lot of similarities with Parasite, and mm. you know Parasite's a definition of a film with two halves, and mm. Stone Pearson was quite similar in that it's got a clear a very clear moment where it changes. I'm not going to say what it is, but um, after that, I absolutely loved it, and it, and it made up for the the bad start. Because um, I, th- I thought the the sort of very questionable CGI, Richie. I don't know if you thought that as well. Um, yeah, for a film that's it's not even that old. It's only 2013, um, with a, a good cast. I must say, a, a lot of recognisable faces. Um, yeah, and, and I thought that it looked really good inside the train, but outside the train, it it, it was a bit gimmicky, and it, it, it didn't really have a lot going for it with the, the CGI. Um, well, the thing that yeah, stood oh, out for me was was like the machine with the cockroaches in and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like watching the scorpion. That's what it felt like. Like, <laughs> you ever seen that film? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Third ah. of the Mummy is just horrendous CG. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very strange, very weird film. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought there was some really, really good things going on there. And you can, you can see the style that we now know for Parasite um, mm-hmm. where he got it from. And it is... Very, very talented filmmaker, Bong Joon-ho. What, what about Okja? Because you weren't crazy about that one. Well, no, I wasn't a fan. Um, I, I still don't think Okja is like any of the, the other two, though, is it? Mm, still really I, think, I think there's still similarities. You can definitely... I, I, do you know what? I might give it another chat. I might give it another watch at some point. Um, okay. Uh, I want to watch The House. That's supposed to be really good. Oh uh, yeah, no, I haven't Host. seen that one. His, his, his monster movie that he did, one of his earlier films. Mm. Yeah, my the, the the dad, the dad of a poor family in Parasite. Can't remember his leading name. Won't be able to say it anyway. But he was in, <laughs> he's in Snowpiercer, and he's in The Host as well. All right, I'm not seeing yeah. Parasite yet either. I need to watch that. <gasps> what? Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> gotta get on that. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Bloody hell, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Poor from a man of your caliber. <laughs> Have you seen Snowpiercer then? Yeah, I've seen Snowpiercer. Did you, what do you make of that? I, 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 saw, I saw it ages ago. I've not seen it for like four years or whatever. But from what I remember, I don't remember the, being, the, the first half being bad or slow or anything. But maybe the first act. I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to remember it now. Well, for me, I, I wouldn't now, say... Now all I can remember is just like images from the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I, I definitely I wouldn't say the first half or the first hour was bad for me. I would say that, like at the beginning, if there was some iffiness, um, and I and I wasn't quite getting into it, but it, it didn't take that long for me to start getting into it. I don't think. Um, I just think at the very start of it, I mean, the I thought the dialogue was actually a bit. Um, on the nose, maybe is I don't know the best way of putting it. It, 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 it there wasn't much subtlety there, um, oh. and um, yeah, I just wasn't really getting that that into it. But once they kind of started getting going, then I, I was getting into it more and uh, enjoyed. I, I enjoyed a, 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 the whole thing pretty much from that point onwards. Um, is the is there quite a bit of dark comedy like there is in Parasite? Yeah, yeah, there is actually yeah. mm-hmm. some really funny. Well, not really funny, but with some good comedic moments yeah I thought it's, Parasite. no I wouldn't say so either but, but I, I would say I liked Tilda Swinton a lot in it I thought she was really yeah good. she's oh, great she's, <laughs> oh, I love Tilda Swinton she's one of my favourites and yeah. she was awesome in this she was so funny mm, yeah she was <laughs> um, doing a good northern accent um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah I, I really uh, I had a blast actually with, with most of it and um I liked the end as well. I really liked the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I, I think you're spot on. Um, not really much more. I don't really want to get into it too much because I just think you yeah. should, you should do. You yeah. Just go and experience it because it yeah, is watch. strange. It is very strange. It is strange. Um, but I, I, yeah, I enjoyed it as well. I must admit. Um, yeah, strange, strange seeing Chris Evans in it as well. Actually. <laughs> yeah. What did you What did you think of him? Um, yeah, I thought he was okay. Yeah, I did. I, it's quite hard to tell it was him though, because he's dark black hair. I'm used to seeing him clean shaven as yeah. Captain America. 
Yeah, I was going to say it's it's hard to it's hard to imagine uh, some of the things he describes himself doing when he's Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there was the, I mean, there was a lot of like convenient stuff going on as well. Um, mm. Just in terms of them kind of even achieving what they were trying what they were trying to achieve a lot of the time. Um, but actually, um, yeah, there, there's there was kind of a twist at the end that I didn't see coming, and uh, that was all really cool. So yeah, mm. it's based on a French novel, apparently. All right. Yeah, I looked it afterwards. Yeah, um, I didn't know that either. But <laughs> cool. Uh, all right then. Has anyone got anything else they've watched recently that they want to bring up? Yeah, I just want to bring up one thing that I saw yesterday. Uh, only, only freshly added to Letterboxd today. So, because I was expecting Richie to mention this, but I'm guessing I'm getting the vibe that you haven't, you don't know that I've seen it. Okay. Uh, I watched Into the Spider Verse. Oh yes, yeah. nice. <laughs> hmm. Whoa, what was that reaction, Brian? I love that film. So good. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. I absolutely love it. <laughs> I thought it was a, a little. Uh, a little act of disgust there when I mentioned that. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe just because yeah, you've yeah. not seen it already. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I should have. I should have. And, and and it's been mentioned on the show before by Woody and, and Richie, and and they both uh, raved about it, really. But, but I've got to say, I, going off your review, fair enough, Richie, four stars is a high is a high rating, but Woody only gave it three and a half. And, and from what you've both said about it, I was a bit surprised to see that. Um, but I gave it five stars. I, um, did I give it? Did I only give it four? Pretty sure. I had a look at what you gave it. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's a five-star film. I absolutely loved it. Just so so unique, and and I'd say the best superhero film I've seen. And yeah, there was something you there was, there was something you said, Richie, in your review, which I thought was was spot on. Was most of the characters in this film, even though it's an animation, they they feel more real than a lot of the ones we see in in other superhero films. Yeah, um, it was really clever. Um, Little prick, I've given it five stars. You lying bastard! <laughs> what? I, I knew that wasn't right. Did you? Oh, sorry. I thought I could have sworn. Okay, fair enough then. Sorry, I could have sworn it. All right. Well, um, and and, and really well written as well. Because it, it, it often with well, not so much with Marvel, but a, a, a bit with Marvel. Um, they can sort of dumb down the audience and uh but here it, it was it wasn't i didn't feel like they were trying to do that i thought it was it was really well written and, and lord and miller um a great duo aren't they mm. and, and the animation style you know the comic book style it looked so good um, i wish i do wish and it's my own damn fault but i wish i'd gone to the bloody cinema and see yeah you fucking should have done um it was great on a big screen. Yeah, I can imagine. Really and Richie, you mentioned you mentioned that maybe one of the things you it didn't. Well, maybe oh, I, know, thing I, I know what you're going to say, and I've I've changed my mind on this when I watched it again. Oh, you've rewatched it. <laughs> I was going to mention the music. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I changed my mind. I really liked the oh, music. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought it. I thought it fit really well. Um, and just the whole thing. Yeah, I won't. I won't blab on too long. But it's a five star film, and. Yeah, that's that's it really. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. 
All right then. Uh, any, anyone else got any other things they want to bring up before we wrap this up? Yeah. I just so, want, can I just ask, can I just oh. ask Clarky quickly, where did you watch it? Because I do want to watch it again. Um, well, I don't think you've got Sky, but it was on Sky. Yeah, bollocks. Okay. Mm. Yeah. You know what? Can I just, I, I just want to, poor Brian says his thing, I just want to defend myself a little bit. Um, I think the reason I gave it three and a half is, and from memory, it came out at a time where there's everything we were watching was just superhero films. Yeah. And oh yeah. Yeah. Was, mm. By far and away, it was a, it was the best one of any of the actual ones with real human actors in. Um, but I think I was just so dumbed down by the, the amount it was MCU stuff that was going yeah. on. I, I, it probably did affect my rating. I did because I, I I really really enjoyed it, and I've said it many times. Um, but I just yeah. it just came out at such a terrible time. And it felt like yeah, that's, every time I that makes sense. Cinema, I was watching it. I was watching a superhero film, hmm. so I probably affected yeah. my, my overall rating. Because I, well, I think I think it's definitely going to go up when I watch it. Again. Yeah. I think I actually did. I think I maybe I did give it four stars the first time I watched it, but I have since watched it again and bumped it up to five. Right. Okay. And you got it on Blu-ray or something? Yeah. Four K, mate. Four K. You got to do it. Oh, but that's so good on four K. <laughs> yeah, but you, that's fair enough, actually, Woody. Because you are right. I remember there was there was a space of. I mean, every episode we did for about. Yeah, I don't know how long. Yeah, and that's and that's partly that's partly us for choosing to do them, but um, but yeah, there was a lot in in a short space of time, so I understand that. Yeah. Okay, Brian, what were you gonna bring up? Uh, I was just gonna say I've been watching loads of films on lockdown, basically all I've been doing. But um, some of the the highlights: uh, Taxi Taran. Is like oh, yes, yeah. we have a review of that. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That yeah. was good. I like that. Yeah, it's a good film. Um, Brilliant, isn't it? What a great idea. Yeah, and Once Upon a Time in Anatolia, which is a Turkish film, and I'm not sure it's going to be Pep's kind of film. It's quite long, <laughs> and I think you probably would say it would drag, but uh, I think the rest of you probably enjoy it, but it's about... Um, a group of police officers um, on like a long night escorting uh, a murderer who has buried a body somewhere, and the train is trying to remember where he's buried it, basically. But oh. it's you know it's very moody, and actually some of the, the scenery is quite similar, like these big, huge vistas of like hills and stuff and grass blowing in the wind, lots of that kind of stuff. But yeah, really good. But the film I did want to talk about, which I watched on Friday, actually. Kind of funny. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So, what did you guys think of that? Uh, I think we all liked it. liked it. Yeah. We liked it. Yeah. Mm. What did you think of it? <laughs> I really didn't like it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> really. And I, like, I normally like Tarantino, and yeah, like the Hateful Eight, like Django, but yeah, I just it's not one of dragged. It just I'd say that, but I, I did like it. Some of the scenes I was looking at, I was just going like, "Why is this in the film?" Like, the whole scene with Bruce Lee, I just thought was just like, "Oh, that was." Well I love that bit. I love that bit. <laughs> I was like, "Why is this in the film?" <laughs> um, yeah, well, I could, right, I could do a whole episode on it, but yeah, did did not like it. Wow, I'm surprised. Oh, okay, I'm surprised. Well, I kind of wish. I kind of wish. Uh, yeah, it would be interesting to go into that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm really surprised by that. What, what, mm. what made it drag for you then? You just weren't invested in the storyline. So, yeah, I wasn't particularly invested in the storyline. But I mean, like the thing is, like, I often watch films which have virtually no story, and I'm, I'm fine with it. But just I didn't. I think I found the characters particularly interesting, like Leonardo DiCaprio and um, Brad Pitt. I mean, they're charming and easy to watch and everything. Mm. Um, and then there's a lot of stuff which I do find with Tarantino is like he can't help himself really. He just can't help himself having a close up on the feet. He can't help himself. <laughs> um, I just roll my eyes when, um, like, there. This is gonna be spoilers, but uh, the the Manson family murderers are in the car, and she turns and she starts like going about, oh yeah, they feed us all this violence on TV, so why don't we pay them back? And I'm just like, oh god, Quentin. Yeah, we know you have a problem with critics. You call your film like too violent. <laughs> and then it's like gratuitously murders that murders them, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, interesting points. And then after like two hours in yeah. the film, they have to have a voiceover to explain what happens. And it's like you've just had two hours of nothing happening, and then you go into a voiceover explaining the story of the film. He does often <laughs> do that, though. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, you've been in I'm really surprised Light. by this. Yeah, and bastards, he did it, in, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. So would you would you say it's your, it's your least favourite Quentin film then? Surely, by the yeah, sounds of that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. probably. Well, I think it's, yeah, well, definitely. Actually, to be yeah. fair, I think it's probably mine as well. But I did really like it still. Yes, yeah, I didn't really like Kill Bill two either. Oh, I like Kill Bill two. Yeah, I do. I, I I really enjoyed it. It's that it's not. No, it's not my favourite. And and by the way, I've not seen Jackie Brown, and I've not seen. Um, I've not seen the second Kill Bill. Um, That's true. I forgot about Jackie Brown. But I do need to well, watch that again. I love Jackie Brown. I, I know you do, but I, I still need to watch it again before I can... Yeah. But there are others definitely uh, definitely above it. But no, I, I really enjoyed it. Well, well, there you go. There you go. Cool. Interesting stuff. Uh, did you see that one, Joe? What's the one time in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I was on the episode, wasn't I? Yeah, you were, you were, you were. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Very much so. Right. Uh, cool then. Uh, right. Well, then I guess I'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnights at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Please follow us on Twitter at filmnights underscore and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcatcher that you found us on. Other than that, unless anybody's got anything else they'd like to say. Cheers, Brian. Thank, thank you, Brian. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yes. Thank you very yeah. much. And you're welcome uh, back anytime. Pleasure. Yeah. Mm. Let me know when yeah, you've got a space. Well, yeah, because now that now that we use Zoom to do all our episodes, even out of yeah. lockdown, it's so much easier to uh, mm-hmm. to get guests on. So yeah, yeah, good stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, if that's everything, then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me as well. <laughs>